Hola, muy buen día, CCC. It's such a joy to be here today, worshiping together and seeing so many familiar faces. It's such a blessing for Peter and I. There are so many things that we like to thank you for. Thanks for the constant prayer and support. When the pandemic began last year, the Paraguay government gave one day notice that all in-person classes, classes had to be canceled. We found ourselves facing an enormous challenge, but by the grace of God, Cerritos School didn't have to cancel any classes and we are able to continue preaching gospel through online classes, praise the Lord. We'd like to thank you to the summer mission teams that came year after year for over 20 years. The only time they were not able to come were last year and this year. And I think because of that, the price of asado barbecue in Paraguay has gone down. <laughs> During those 20 years, you have created a legacy and left so many amazing testimonies that have impacted the life of students, sisters, and brothers of Paraguay. We also want to thank the sponsor of Mombarete program who have supported so many students for years, giving them the opportunity to receive a Christian education. For this and so much more, I give my sincere thanks to Pastor Harold that I couldn't be here today, and to every one of you. We consider you all missionaries who partner with us to continue to grow the kingdom of God in Paraguay. Now, I'm looking forward to receive mission teams again when the pandemic is over so we may serve together again. I'm more than ready to prepare delicious unlimited asado <laughs> which I think will be the best medicine to heal all post-corona symptoms. Les esperamos. Nyandejara Tanderobasa, may God bless you all. Good morning. Um, let's see the, the word of God, Genesis chapter 6, verses 13 through 16. This is God's word. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I'm surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make room in it, and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it, leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in, in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. Amen. It's an honor to share the Word of God uh, this morning with CCAC um, today. Uh, some of you um, will remember me from 30 years ago when I was uh, just married. 
and you are a teenager, uh, you are uh, the Sunday school, my Sunday school students of CPC. Well, uh, time goes so fast. The situation has changed. And some of you will say, Pastor Cho, wow, you changed a lot. <laughs> and I will say to you, and you changed a lot too. So a couple years ago, uh, Pastor Harold invited me to Dodger Stadium. Uh, and he and I, we talked uh, about how everything will change. Everything will change except our faith in Jesus Christ and Dodgers. Sorry for the Angels uh, fans. I'm sorry about that. It is. The pandemic has changed everything. We never thought the pandemic would come in our lives. It changed everything. But our trust in God always remains. It's God's promise, His providence, His sovereignty from yesterday and today and forever. That's why Jesus said, Jesus is the same as yesterday and today and forever. A few, week, few weeks ago, uh, an apartment building in Miami had collapsed uh, with um, 100, I'm sorry, maybe 98 people who died. It hit close to home because the sister of the first lady of Paraguay and her family were in that apartment building. Unfortunately, all the members of the family died. Why was this? What happened? The history of the 40 years of the dead apartment building. And one day, at the 2 a.m. in the morning, collapsed. The investigation says that the collapse happened because the building was not built like a manual set. The manual. We have to follow the manual. All our lives, like the parchment, must also be lived by a manual. Otherwise, they are in danger of collapse. Our family, our churches must be built and must be lived by the manual, which is a God's word, which is a promise of the word of God. If not, all we are, all they are in danger of collapse. In midst of the pandemics, the churches today is uh, experiencing much, much crisis. In the United States, the percentage of Christians is now under 35%. Unbelievable notice that this great nation, United States, maybe 20, 30 years ago, over 60% were Christian. Now under 
Many church buildings are being put on sale. Many churches now are empty. Desert Survey says only 27% of non-Christian says, says that I'm not trust, that I trust the church. Over 70% of non-Christian says, I'm not going to trust the church. I hate Christians. I don't believe what the Bible says. What about uh, our families after pandemic or before pandemic? The divorce rates have gone up and children had, had to go through the toughest school years. Many of the, our children, the young people, even adults, they are totally confused. They got tension. They suffer, some of them, in severe mental problem. Confused. They don't know what to do. And what about the mission field? Not only Paraguay. There has been crisis in the mission field. So many missionaries have passed away because of the pandemic. COVID-19 on the mission field. In Paraguay, almost 70% or more than 70% of missionaries are gone back to their home country because of pandemic. Everywhere we're looking at, watching, hearing, the notice of the crisis. What can we do, my brothers and sisters? What can we do? The people said, there is no hope. There is no answer to overcome this kind of crisis and pandemic. But this morning, our God challenges us one more time. Our God tells us the answer is, lies in the church. The answer is the CCSC. The church is the, still the hope to the world. Your family, your Christians, you belong to the kingdom of God. You all are hope of the world, the families, the friends. That's why we trust His promise. And once again, we confess this is the situation of pandemic is not a crisis. It's not a dangerous collapse. This is a great opportunity to regain the revival of the church, the revival of our family. This is a great opportunity, great time to reset and back to normal, back to the manual that God has given us. The church is like a Noah's ark. When Noah was building the ark, God gave Noah a manual to build the ark. Like the ark, the church has a manual. The word of God, perfect, promise, God's word, by which it can be destroyed and healed. Not only this, 
All right, so we have another great revival for the families and the church. Your lives. So let us see if specifically what kind of manual God instructed to Noah. The first one is the Noah's first manual was about direction. Direction. God instructed to Noah to make an ark by a manual. Genesis 6, 14, today's text and verse 14 says, So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make looms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. I will give you attention on this word, an ark of cypress wood. Ark. The original word of ark in Hebrew is teba which means a small wooden box. Ark, in originally in Hebrew, is a teba. Teba means a small, a very small wooden box. Very interestingly, the same word teba, wooden box, is found in Exodus chapter 2, where it was the basket, the baby Moses. You remember the baby Moses? The basket carried to baby Moses through a big, huge, a dangerous Nile River. Baby Moses wasn't alone on that box. The same word is used, teba, small wooden box. So Noah's ark is teba. Noah's ark is a small wooden box. The baby Moses basket is a teba. It's the same word, same meaning. Small wooden box. A teba has no motors, no motor, no keys, no control, like a ship would. It also has no key that drags it. Teba cannot move without any winds of the world. So one is unable to move the teba as one would want. No capacity at all, to direct it. No capacity to move this box. It's nothing. The direction that the Teba moves totally, totally depends on the movements and direction of the wind. In the same way, the church today, we need to move along and depend on the winds of God's word as a like a manual of God. God instructs to Noah, please do not make any key, no mortar, no control, just small wooden box. That's it. Why is that? Because God knows that His way, the safe way, the blessed way, the way to salvation for Noah and his family. Because God wants to move by himself. God wants to sovereignly to move and direct it, Noah's heart. So Noah and family has to travel for 40 days in the midst of the suffering, dangerous moments, looking at the outside, what a scaring waters, 
They don't know. There's no guarantee to arrive to the some place. Nothing is guaranteed. But Noah and family knew that God's promise is perfect. Noah knew that God's invisible hands is moving to Teba. Moving and directs his Teba wooden box. What Noah and family has to do? Just obey. Trust God's promise. Because God has already prepared his perfect, invisible, powerful key to direct it and powerful motor, heavenly motor to move the ship. This is what you and I learned in the midst of the pandemic time, difficult time. Many say there's no key. The virus made us everything losing, everything is struggling. No future, no hope, confusing, scared. What of waters in the world is scare me? What about my children, my family, my job, my career, my future, my church, my mission field? Everything mixed up, messed up. But we listen God's promise and His powerful promise. I'll be with you. If you obey me like Noah obeyed, have a perseverance and trust more and more. Everything will change because of pandemic, but God said, never going to change my promise because I already prepared the powerful mortar to move your life because you are Teba. Your wooden box, nothing, nothing, nothing can do without God's help. This is with theologically called sovereignty of God, province of God. God is everything. He's owner. 25 years ago, my wife Gina and I uh, moved to Paraguay as a missionary. Before we left, uh, it was the most uh, difficult moments of our lives. My daughter Michelle was three years old and Ara was eight months. And Gina was uh, very, very sick uh, with only a 50% chance to live. I was also in a severe car accident. I lost everything. What can I do? No money, no future, no mortar, no key, no grace. My, my life is nothing. I was just ordained pastor. Three, three years, 30, 33 years old. The church gave us a one-way ticket to Paraguay, go to Paraguay. It was like we are in the Teba, the wooden box with no control, no key. What we could do was just obey. Obey and go where God was calling us to Paraguay. Friends, uh, I could say 
We had no idea the blessings that God had in store for us. Looking back to 25 years. God is so faithful. I'm nothing. I had nothing. I, I, my family is just have a wooden box. But just used a small obedience to respond to God's calling. In this pandemic, how many of you will say, I lost everything. My family has no key, no hope. Every day I wake up, the spirit of the fear is destroying my life, my soul, my body. I can talk to someone on this, but my heart's bumping. No control, no future. Uncertain thing is coming up every day. This is good time, my brother and sister, to back to normal. The manual of God, His promise. God will provide everything that you needed. God knows your path, your future. God already planned before you were born in Christ. He prepared all the paths. What is it? Don't say I have no key. Don't say I have no control. Don't say I have no material things too. Directs and move my short life. Just depend on God's will. Trust Him. Believe and His promise. Because God's invisible hands, invisible mortar and keys is already is in you. Just we obey. Trust like Noah did. I want to ask uh, thanks once again to Pastor Harold and the steps of CCSC for your prayer for Paraguay Mission and your support. And also all the sponsors of the Mumbarete uh, program at CCSC. The students uh, attending the school in Paraguay have had a wonderful Christian education because of your uh, uh, scholarship, your support, your prayer. When you first started the school, only or less than 2% of the students of our school were Christian. Because Paraguay, as you know, is a very heavily um, Roman Catholic country. However, now over 20 years later, God blessed us. More than 20% of the students in our school who attended, they are Christian now. All we did was obey God's calling, and He has been so faithful. For those 20 years, CCSC has been with us, with prayer, with support, and obeying God's word. We are like a table, like a wooden box. We have no control, no key, no capacity to move the heart of the people to accept Jesus Christ. But God already had a key to open their hearts to know Jesus Christ. 
What did he just obey? That's it. His sovereignty, his love, his promise, his providence, and his perfect love for us and perfect right peoples. Don't give up. So Noah received the perfect God's instruction, his manual. They could arrive. Perfectly, the destination, peacefully, that God prepared for them families. So second part of the manual is very important. God said, make a small, small window. Verse 16 says, make a roof for it, living below the roof, an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. Attention, the size of the window that God instructed to make is one cubit high. One cubit is about um, 17 or 18 inches. A very small sized window. Very small sized window in the ceiling on the top. The Lord instructed Noah to make many doors, right, left, front, and back, many doors, close. But only one small window in the ceiling. Why was this? It was to prevent Noah and his family from seeing the scary water, scary waters of the flood outside. And only be able to look up to the sky. They would try to look at the scary water, but they could not see because of the clothes by doors. Just look up to the sky. Because God instructed to make a small window on the ceiling so that they might always see the sky, the God's promise, and peace, and God's powerful hands, not the scary words. Paraguay is a Roman Catholic country, as you know. As uh, the Muslim um, uh, Muslims pilgrim to Mecca. The Catholics in Paraguay have a pilgrimage to a place called Cagupe. Um, uh, every year, December 8th is a national holiday so that all Paraguayans go to the pilgrimage to this city called Cagupe. They carry um, a statue of Mary or a saint on their shoulder on the very, very hot, uh, hottest day of the year. You know, December in Paraguay, you know that the summer mission team always came July and August is the coolest you know, season. But in December, it's 100, 110 degrees. Very hot. They're working with statues. 30 to 35 miles. Can you imagine? 
invited. Why is that? They believe that the pilgrimage earns salvation. The pilgrimage earns forgiveness of my sin. This is a totally unbiblical belief. Over 10 years ago, uh, a Christian man became president of Paraguay. His name is Nicanor. As president, he was expected to be a pilgrim to Cargo Bay, but he did not. This was an act of statement of his Christian faith. God touched his heart. I'm a president. President of Paraguay, but I'm not going to work. I'm not going to go to pilgrimage to Kakupe because this is bad. This is unbiblical. The Paraguayan people were offended by this decision of president. And many Paraguayan people turned against him. He received persecution. He received a death stretcher. But Nicanor answered the people by telling them he did not go to on this journey because Jesus did not work this pilgrimage. Only Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the salvation, I'm the God who forgives your sins. Jesus Christ. When I met him, Nicanor told me the reason he did not participate in this pilgrimage was because he realized that living in the luxury of the Paraguayan White House lasts only five years only. But living in the kingdom of God, living in the kingdom of God is eternal glory forever. So I belong, to, I'm not belong to White House forever. But I belong to God's kingdom. He told me, Peter, I cannot give up what is of eternal value. I cannot give up what is eternal value. Comparison, the temporal things, eternal things. Second Corinthians chapter 4, 17 and 18 says, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eye not on what is seen, but what, what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. Amen. Noah got a, no, a perfect manual from God. Make a small window to look up the sky. Just fix on your eyes on God's promise. When you fix on your eyes on God's promise, God will show you the value of the eternal life. The eternal value of your life. Eternal glory of your life. CC has been sending short-term missionary without interruption.
to Paraguay for 25 years. Wow, this is great. Can you believe? 25 years interruption, sending short-term missionary to Paraguay. Over 300 brothers and sisters have come. And one person even came nine times. I'm not going to mention his name. He came nine times. The last time that a summer mission team came, as a Pastor Dinko said today, Pastor Dinko, uh, uh, Dipan, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Pastor Dipan and Pastor Dinko came also three years ago. You know, the Pastor Dinko was so fascinated about the Paraguay mission that he got influenza <laughs> and had to go to, to uh, ER. My wife and I was worrying about it a little bit. But we knew that God prepared in his powerful and invisible tool to fix, to heal. Christy got a back, very big uh, bug bite, I remember, that she had a severe uh, allergic reaction. So many, uh, maybe 12, 13 person came. They are tired. Uh, some of them are sick. But they never stop smiling with the people, Paraguayan people, when they serve. Always they look happy when they are ministering Paraguay with Paraguayan people. They don't want to leave the Paraguay. Or they still told me at the airport, they said, Pastor Cho, like a Terminator and movie star, Arnold Walker and Schwarzenegger, they said, Pastor Cho, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm not going to say I'll be back. I suffered. I love Paraguay. I'll be back. Why is this? We don't understand why. But God answers the why. God gives us the answer. Why? Because they know the eternal value of life. Eternal value of living in Christ and joy that it brings. People looking and making the windows, not the ceiling, upside. People making the windows, left, right, front, back, everywhere. Making windows, so many windows. To see the world, the scary world. Finally, they find out not eternal value of living is earthly, temporary value of living. That's as des desperate, worrying, always losing self-esteem, facing fear every day, making wind of the Facebook, making wind of the Twitter, making wind of the, the Instagram, and 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 just YouTube, whatever. You know, social media is good to get out information. 
Everybody using it. It's good. But sadly, many people are too busy and concentrating. Not to look up to the sky. Making windows to looking for the happiness. Looking for the, the joy, the value of life. Finally, depending on their lives, on temporal things, temporal value. But you and I, we, God promise of God, we just make a small window to look up to the sky. God's promise, His providence. And we will find out the eternal value of life that brings us eternal joy and eternal happiness. This is the good time to look up the sky. This is a good time in pandemic time to make a, a small but powerful window to look up the sky. For the revival of the church to occur, it must focus on what is of eternal value. The last manual that God instructed to Noah was Jesus' blood. The most important manual. Jesus' blood. And verse 14 says, So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. Attention, the word pitch. What does pitch mean? Pitch means painting. Painting here comes from the Hebrew word katar. Katar, which means redeems, redeems. R-E-D-E-E-M-S, redeems. What is pitch uh, mean related? The Christ redeems, Christ's blood. Christ's powerful blood on the, on the cross. Pitch it, painting with Jesus' blood. Your ship, your wooden box. So that your life travel must be secure. No matter how well you build an ark, if there is no outer coaching to the wood, it will not be able to withstand the strong flood. You cannot survive which is God instructed to Noah to coat the ark with pitch, redeems, cast Jesus' blood. And Exodus chapter 30, verse 10 says, Once a year, Aaron shall make atonement on his hands. The, this annual atonement must be made with the blood of the atoning sin offering for the generation to come. It is most holy to the Lord. Redeems Christ's blood. In the same way, the church needs to be covered in Jesus' pride. The church preach. So many churches preach. I'm not saying the CCSE. But in the world, so many churches now preaching. The contemporary, unbiblical story. The human story, not the Bible, not the Word of God. It's not preaching the, the blood of Jesus Christ. Only remain the 
human blessings, healing, material things. The church needs to listen once again. God's manual. The Christ's blood covers us with perfect salvation, perfect protection, and futures. Like the flood, they came to Noah and his family. Scary world. No control. The COVID-19 has challenged all of our lives with no direction, no mortar, no key. We are in a wooden box. We are in Teba. However, God has shown, God has shown us that through His manual, His promise, His word, He will be able to turn. All we can able to turn this crisis into a great opportunity. And leads to the revival of the church. And leads to the revival of the family. Leads to the revival through our mission field also. So God can use CCSC. God can use your family. God can use your faith to be an even bigger channel of the blessing of God to its community and mission field in the world. And my conclusion if the church or family in your life want to be a witness and testimony to the world, it must be become like Noah's Ark. I will say, I'll be back. God, I will back to your hearts. I will back to your, your manual. I will back. I'll be back to your house. I'll be back to the church. I'll be back to the genuine faith in Christ. I'll be back to the Bible. I'll be back to look, looking for the eternal value, or the glorious value of God. Jesus must become the art captain of your life. The church, the Teba, must become completely, completely depend upon God. What he do? It's just obey, trust, believe, and have perseverance. Follow Jesus with the manual God gives. And we could overcome all these circumstances, situation, pandemic, whatever comes. The church hope, family's hope must come from above. When you're looking for the eternal value of life, God will Guarantee us to give the eternal joy and eternal happiness in Christ. The church must be covered and protected by Jesus' blood. There is hope. There is a moment of restoration. This is a pandemic. It's a good moment to control our lives. This is a good moment to recover the protection of God. This is a great opportunity to have another revival looking forward to the future and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ by blood of his, his, his blood in Calvary to earn the people to kneel down to, to Christ. Brother and sister, let us always say, life is good. <laughs>
Because God is good. Just do it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word and your promise that constantly remind us and challenges us. Father, help us to completely, completely depend on you and your word and your promise. We pray especially for our brothers and sisters going through difficult times, especially those who are in, in service and by online, that your grace and your love may strengthen them we trust in your power, your love. And we pray for CCSC, the all families, that it bring continue to be the salt and light of the world. Your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you're able, would you